Good morning. It's good to be with you today as we uh, continue in our time in Acts. Today we're continuing into chapter 13, uh, picking up with verse 42. You know, yesterday we had um, Paul uh, have his sermon um, in Antioch of Poseidon. And so today we're going to see the response to Paul's message where, you know, he talked about, um, he went to the Old Testament and talked how Jesus was uh, the completion of what was the old, of the Old Testament promise. So today we're going to see how this uh, lands uh, with his crowd. So this is verse 42. We're in chapter 13, verse 42. As Paul and Barnabas were going out, the people urged them to speak about these things that, again the next Sabbath. When the meeting of the synagogue broke up, many Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who spoke to them and urged them to continue in the grace of God. The next Sabbath day, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. But when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and blaspheming, and they contradicted what was spoken by Paul. Then both Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly, saying, It was necessary that the word of God should be spoken first to you, since you reject it and judge yourselves to be worthy of eternal life. We are now turning to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us, saying, I have set you to be a light to the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the end of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and praised the word of the Lord, as many had been destined for eternal life had become believers. Thus the word of the Lord spread throughout the region. But the Jews incited the devout women of the high standing and the leading men of the city and stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and drove them out of the region. They shook the dust off their feet in protest against them and went to Icon Iconium. But the disciples were filled with joy with the Holy Spirit. So we see here, we see that um, Paul's preaching was received well, but uh, maybe too well. Uh, maybe it was received too well because um, what happens is there were those who believed. And it, 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 this was all driven um, by jealousy, because we see in verses 42, uh, they were encouraged to speak when the meeting broke up. Um, many followed them, and they and, and, and they had a group following. But when the leaders, remember, when, remember in the Bible when it says the Jews, I always remember that shorthand for the religious leaders. When the religious leaders saw the crowds, uh, they were filled with jealousy. Um, and uh, they began to try to undermine and attack Paul and what he he had done. They stirred up the crowd and um, eventually it got to the point where there was such uh, persecution, such problems, such opposition to them that um, they were driven out of that entire area. So when Paul and Barnabas were driven out and were kicked out, basically, they they shook the dust off their feet. And left Jesus. You know, Jesus said to take shake the dust off our feet when where our told the disciples, and they went out two by two to shake the dust off their feet of any town that did not receive them. So Paul and Barnabas shake the dust off their feet uh, when they were driven out from this town. So, uh, isn't it interesting what jealousy can do? Um, Paul and Barnabas were there preaching, and. These individuals, there's religious leaders, they didn't they didn't drive off Paul and Barnabas because they, well, they disagree with the, what they were saying, but they, this is not an argument of ideas. Um, this is driven by jealousy. And of course, this was to fulfill the the prophet um where the prophecy where the 
the Gentiles would receive the good news, as it says that that uh, verse forty-seven is um, is a reference to Abraham and to the um, and to the um, the promises of um, of God uh, to to Abraham and to the um, Jewish people, but they were jealous of Paul. They were jealous of Paul's teaching and Paul's preaching. They were jealous of Barnabas and what they were doing. So they so that wrote, that that kind of rose up. And they began to stop the move of God because of this jealousy. And so eventually Paul and Barnabas were driven out. And um, jealousy is an interesting thing, y'all. Um, one, one of the more interesting moments in the Bible to me in, in this is when Jesus begins to preach and John the Baptist sees some of his disciples, because John the Baptist had, own, had his own disciples, sees them, um, begin to follow after Jesus. Um, not only does John not criticize his disciples for following Jesus, but he says that he was not worthy to even tie a sandal. And then he says about Jesus, he says that I must decrease and he must increase. John the Baptist was not jealous of Jesus. And in fact, quite the opposite. John the Baptist wanted to humble himself and point others to Jesus. You know, it's easy for us to get jealous of others. Other success, others' possessions. One of the commandments is you shall not covet your neighbor's stuff. But that's what's driving this great evil here. That's what's driving the persecution of Paul and of Barnabas. That's what's driving these people to rise up, to stop the work of God. And how often do we do that? How often does our jealousy flare up? And if we're going to trace back jealousy to its root jealousy in many ways is an outgrowth of pride of thinking too much of ourselves c.s lewis says uh humility is not thinking less of yourself humility is thinking of yourself less pride comes when we place ourselves at the center of all things instead of god pride comes whenever we begin to worship self and focus on self first of all so these religious leaders, they saw these crowds going to Paul and Barnabas, and they got incredibly jealous, and they vowed to stop it, even to the point they drove Paul and Barnabas out of town. Jealousy can be a very, very, very dangerous thing and can cause us to do great harm to others and honestly, great harm to ourselves. Because these religious leaders were jealous of Paul and Barnabas and what God was doing through them, they drove them out. And because of that, they never got to hear the word of the Lord for themselves. They were never able to really hear the good news of Jesus. And they missed the opportunity to, to know the goodness of God. So jealousy is dangerous. So let, let's guard our hearts against it, y'all. Let, let's be very careful in our lives where we sense ourselves becoming jealous. Let's be very careful in our lives to, to keep our egos in check. Let's be very careful in our lives to humble ourselves and keep ourselves fully grounded into God because ultimately the jealousy today caused great harm. But I always think what's interesting in these stories, you're going to see this quite often because you're going to see, this is not the last time you're going to see Paul and Barnabas get beat up or left for dead, or persecuted, or driven out of town. This is this is going to be pretty much uh, standard practice 
for Paul and Barnabas moving forward. They're gonna, you're, they're gonna, they're, they'll have a couple good days preaching. Things will go well, and then you know, it'll get bad. But look what happens in fifty, in fifty, verse fifty-two. And the disciples were filled with joy, with the Holy Spirit. Paul and Barnabas were driven out of town. Things are bad. They had to shake the dust off their feet. They were rejected. And instead of responding with anger, as would be the case, they responded with joy. Because what we see here, you see a perfect contrast. The religious leaders, they were filled with self and with pride. And that self and that pride, it showed itself in how they treated Paul and Barnabas. But the disciples, they were full of the Holy Spirit. And how that Holy Spirit showed itself? With joy. Even though there was suffering, and even though there was pain, even though there was hurt, even though there was loss. Because they were full of the Spirit, they responded with joy. Because the religious leaders were full of pride and full of self, they responded with jealousy. And it became destructive. So I guess for us today, our question is, what are we full of today? Are we full of pride? Are we full of of the spirit? Are we full of our stuff? Are we full of God's stuff? Today, we see the disciples were seeking God, living in the spirit. And because of that, no matter their circumstance, they had joy. The religious leaders, they were full of their own pride. And it showed itself with the ugliest form of jealousy that harmed others. So today, what are we filling ourselves with? Ourselves in pride of the Holy Spirit. How we answer that question will go a long ways in showing how our life will work today. Let's make sure we're filling ourselves with the Holy Spirit and always seeking God first in all things, not self. Hey, thanks for being with us today as we continue our time in Acts. Uh, Tomorrow we're going to pick up at Acts chapter 14 um, when they get to Iconium. So uh, thanks for joining us today. Have a great rest of your day today.